Hey, you're listening to The Treehouse Storyteller. Meet me in the treehouse for God-shaped storytelling. Treehouse Storyteller is where we can come together as messy parents seeking Jesus together and raising kids to love Him too. If you aren't scared of addressing cultural issues head-on and finding a deeper understanding of the biblical worldview to share with your children, then you've come to the right place. I'm not afraid to be transparent and tell all of the juicy details. Our children are being chased by the world and it is our job to be well-equipped and know not only how to lead our flock, but successfully send our arrows out into the world one day to build the kingdom. So snuggle up by the fire or soak up the sunshine with those earbuds in and meet me in the treehouse for some biblical storytelling. Oh my goodness. Wow. It has been a long time since we have had a good chat. I am blown away by the amount of people checking in with season one. And guys, we hit over a thousand downloads just for season. It blows my mind. That is amazing. And I'm so thankful to have so many loyal listeners. We have had people listen from over 10 different countries, five different continents, and 36 states across the U.S. That's so cool. (laughs) So huge thank you to those who continue to share my episodes and invite others to listen. So without further ado, welcome back to the Treehouse for season two. Yay! Guys, I've been earnestly waiting on the Lord to make known to me exactly how to kick off the new season. I think the easy part for me is recording the interviews where it's very clear the topics will cover. But when I'm going solo, I have the chance to steer the conversation in a million different directions. But this morning, it became crystal clear to me. I have been studying the Old Testament since January 2022. Yes, I've been going at snail pace and my own pace and super slow. Guys, I've read and reread most of the Old Testament my whole life, but never straight through. I started out reading it in chronological order, and at some point around Psalms or Proverbs, I just started reading through page after page as the Bible has ordered but continuing to be very mindful of context and time frame. So I'd, I'd flip back and I'd discover, okay, timeline-wise, like where did this happen as much as I could and wrap my head around it. I don't know about you, but I have to see things in a timeline. And what's funny is that I'm not a timely person, but the way that I think is very visually and the way that I learn is visual. So I have to kind of see it laying out like, okay, wait, was that king king before this king or that king? And when did he come into the scene? And how old is he? And wait, how old was he when that happened? And all of those kinds of things are details that I really have to pay attention to, to really retain the information and move forward with it and really put God's words on my heart. So as a very visual hands-on learner, I've had to look up a lot of information, read various timelines to keep track of the details, as well as the bigger picture. So the week before Christmas, I finished Hosea and read Joel and Amos. And this is when I heard God instruct me on how to open up season two of the Treehouse podcast. 
Before we dive back into cultural issues of today's time, parenting struggles, and challenges navigating raising our kids in today's world, I want to preface that we are not living in a Joel or Amos world. Now let me explain what I mean by that and put this into context for you as Joel and Amos might not be on your recent book list. I just, like I said, finished the Old Testament right before the new year and was deeply studying it for the last two years. I have to admit, I've only ping-ponged around the Old Testament over the years. I've been a believer my whole life. I've read the Bible my whole life. And while I've read or studied most of the Old Testament, it wasn't until the last two years that I journeyed through in almost all chronological order in this way. Wow, so much was revealed by reading the Bible, especially the Old Testament, in order. I had so much of my timeline twisted, and this brought so much clarity to my studies. Okay, so first of all, Joel and Amos, what in the world do I mean by this? They were both written with a, with a similar tone and purpose as they were written during a time period when Israel was in a time of peace. Now, clearly in the world today, if you've read any news within the last few months, you know that Israel is not any longer at peace. But everyone in Joel and Amos' time was going through life with everything they needed. Now, I'm sure there were still people greatly hurt or in need, but the culture as a whole at the time was mostly divided into poor or rich, and they began to forget why they needed God and perhaps why they would even need a savior. Now, I don't know about you, but historically, people groups tend to forget God when things are going well. And then when things become tragic or in dire need, they circle back on their knees begging for God to save them from their problems. God, help me, help me. Joel warned the people to wake up and not continue their false sense of security, but to tell their children and remember the time would come soon of God's final judgment. So I'm going to read to you just the very beginning um, of Joel, where he says, hear this, you elders, and give ear all you inhabitants of the land. Has anything like this happened in your days or even the days of your fathers? Tell your children about it. Let your children tell their children and their children another generation. Guys, like if we just stopped right there, we could have many episodes of the importance of telling our children the story. Now, most of us who are parents today were brought up in this kind of world, I believe. At least in America during the 80s and the 90s, things were greatly easier compared to what we see today. We seemed to have everything at our fingertips and things seemed affordable, available. We were mostly at peace inside our nation as well as with other nations. Now, I have a five-year-old Well, she's not five yet, but she'll be five in March. She might as well be because she acts already well, wise beyond her years. But she asks about Israel and she asks how the war is going. I know 
at that age, I was not asking those kinds of questions. I was five in 1990. There you go. You can have my age. (laughs) And I was not asking questions about war and peace and how things were going. Okay, so for our generation, it was the 9-11 events that sent us into a tailspin and caused our generation to really see the effects of war on a nation. Now, those of you who know me know that my husband is a Marine, and 9-11 is what solidified his interest and journey into the military. He is actually still in as a reservist and nearing his retirement within the next couple of years, on my word, which has flown by way too quickly. With that being said, we've seen firsthand and secondhand the effects of war and the terrifying outcomes with nations battle each other. However, for those of you that don't follow the news frequently, didn't marry into the military or try and stay clear of bad news, it could easily feel like we're still in a peaceful time. Now, I'm not a fear mongrel. No, that's not what I'm wanting to do. I'm not wanting to bring bad news into your heart that doesn't belong. But rather, I think we mamas and parents of this next generation need to be aware that things are possibly not getting easier and potentially not getting potentially getting much more difficult. And it's different than when we were kids. And I think every generation kind of has that right to say that. Like, well, it's different than when we were kids, right? But it's true. It's really, really true. And the thing to remember here is that this is biblical. And the other thing to speak over your heart is that if you have Jesus, you can rest assured knowing that God has already conquered the darkest of dark, and it cannot touch you. You're safe under his wings. So in Joel 3, 16, later on, um, coming to a close, Joel tells us the sun and moon will grow dark and the stars will diminish their brightness. And the Lord also will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The heavens and earth will shake, but... The Lord will be a shelter for his people and the strength of the children of Israel. And I believe that includes all of us as believers. We are his people and he will be our strength. He will be our shelter and heavens and the earth will shake, but we have him and we have his provision and we have his protection. And I love that reminder. We will eventually see an end to this world as we know it, but just like generations before us, we have to keep on living and keep on the love mission that God has put us on. We have to bring people to Christ. We have to live out His purpose in our daily life, and we have to first start doing that inside of our homes. This next season is going to be filled with amazing insights, advice, and resources on how to practically raise our kids from education to the books we buy and read to the way we speak to our kids and how we set our boundaries. We'll discuss all of it with some amazing voices. Guys, I've interviewed 
some incredible people like Trent Talbot, the CEO of Brave Books. You may have seen Brave Books advertised or get their emails. Oh my word. Trent is paving a new way for our elementary and middle school readers with incredible books that are pro-God, pro-America. They're incredible. I love his story. I can't wait to share that episode with you very soon. Then later on, we will hear from Lucas Miles, my brother, author of Woke Jesus and longtime pastor battling on the front lines against this woke agenda attacking our churches from the inside out. We will even talk about how to know if your church is woke. And trust me, sometimes you don't know right away. We found ourselves in a woke one uh, not that long ago and had to realize, whoa, this is not okay. So I greatly look forward to you going on this journey into season two with me, and I can't wait to share these brand new incredible episodes with you. Please don't forget to head to my website and follow me on Instagram for new products and devotionals that are there to encourage you and hold your hand as we journey through parenting together in 2024. It's going to be a wild one, I think, don't you? (laughs) And I want to be a community that stands firm together alongside of you. So let me hold your hand. Let's do this thing together. I can't wait to share the rest of season two with you. Wait, before you go, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And follow us on Facebook or Instagram at The Treehouse Storyteller so we can stay connected. Head on over to thetreehousestoryteller.com for more products, artwork, photography, and encouragement. See you next time.